episode 499 of Good Luck High Five. That's right. You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering, which we have been for over 499 weeks. Wow. That's a lot of weeks. 499 episodes. We started a little bit before that. So. Yeah. 10 years. 10, Ten years. years of magic podcast. Woof. And magic. I'm one of your hosts, Megan. And I'm one of your hosts, Maria. And on today's episode, we are going to talk about why do you play magic? Why? Why play magic? It's one of the big, important question words we learn as journalists. Exactly. Why? Who? What? Where? When? When? How? How is the one that nobody likes to talk about because it starts with an H. Yeah. Rude. Come on. Start with a W like the rest of them. Well, how? <laughs> wow. It would have been so easy. So easy. Whoever made the word how to just make it wow. Yeah, exactly. Or wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and as a question, wow? <laughs> Hear me out. You could replace how with wow. Because well, you're, you're, instead of being like, how did they do it? You'll be like, wow, wow did they ever accomplish this? Wow, did they do it? Wow, and did then they do it? How becomes wow. So when you're like, wow, you would say how instead. Yes. I don't hate it. Thank you. <laughs> so the motion is passed. Exactly. Anyways, we'll talk about what. What gets people into the game and pr maybe what ways to play are great for you if you're like, oh, hey, I really enjoy yeah. playing with my group of friends. And we'll be like, hey, these are the best ways for you to play the game. Yeah. Here are our recommendations tailored to why you play. And it's just an interesting discussion, too, to kind of delve down into that psychological layer of your gray matter about exactly. why you play the game of magic. You can't do something for 10 years without a couple of times at least deeply questioning <laughs> why you're doing it. Or at least you probably should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anything, truly. A life without introspection is not a life lived at all. I mean, if I'm tap dancing for 10 years and I don't stop and ask myself, why am I tap dancing? I mean... Maybe it's because you're physically compelled to by a demon. <laughs> by a demon. <laughs> Ooh, Sometimes a tap dancing isn't about the why. It's about the how the do demon. I get this demon to stop making me tap dance? As long as I'm getting paid. You know what, demon? Fine. Oh, I didn't realize the demon was paying you to oh, tap yeah, dance. A, I thought he was just... a weird deal. Okay. Well, do you have, honestly, if he's paying you, all right. But before we start our show, huge, enormous thank you. What is a job to a demon? If not a demon paying you to <laughs> tap dance. All right. I mean, it's a good it's, metaphor. Yes. It's a good metaphor. Okay. Sorry. I interrupted you, do but I just wanted call to your point boss out a demon. <laughs> that if you think about it hard enough, yeah. what we're all doing is just being paid to tap dance by, by a, a demon. bunch of demons. <laughs> I mean, you could say that's what God is doing to exactly. us. Or maybe you're the demon and you pay other people to do the tap dancing. Tap dance for me. Anyways. I come from the pits on the belly of the beast. You were saying something relevant ah, to Magic yes. the Gathering. Patreon, you can support oh, yes. us. Are you a demon or being made by a demon to tap dance? Well, you can help us tap dance. Exactly. You can be our demon. You can be the demon who helps <laughs> us tap dance. Um, we would really love to head Beautiful. into episode 500 next 500. week um, with a couple with a couple of new patrons that'd yes. be really nice thank you so much to Ara Lily for increasing Yay, their pledge this past week and uh, 
you know, avoiding the sad trombone noise. Thank you so much. And also just bringing so much joy to us when we get that email notification. It's really something delightful. So think about it. 500 episodes. Very few people get there with anything that they do. I mean, if you think about podcasts, there is some kind of stat of how many podcasts last even to episode 100. And it's very, 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 very small. I would want to know what it's like. Here we are. 500. 500. It's got to be less than 1%. Um, So help us help us celebrate, please, by considering becoming a patron. Keep us going for, you know, another 500. Who knows? Who knows? You can uh, join the fam by going to patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Thank you as well to Card Kingdom, cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. Um, We are very excited to announce next week on our 500th episode a giveaway that they're helping us do in celebration of it. And they've been our sponsor for a long time since before episode 300. They gave us a a lovely trophy. that is just beautiful sitting over here on our shelf. If you're ever like, what, what, what over is that thing? Over 200 episodes. Yeah. Wild. That was for 300. So thank Very you, nice. Pirate Kingdom, for being so awesome. Oh, man. You remember the time that they sent us socks that had our faces on them? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They got us that. Maybe that was 400. That's why though they're so cool. Yeah. You know, they'll just do stuff like that. And you can be... Um, part of card kingdom's coolness by buying whatever you need for magic there cardkingdom.com slash glhf use that link for anything you need for, yeah. for in your magical existence um because they're just great i mean they send you face socks exactly that's the kind of company they are face socks <laughs> the sequel to face off where they just swap socks yeah but wait no, they each have socks with each other's faces on them. Whoa. <laughs> who is who? Exactly. <laughs> Touching the wrong wife's face because he's wearing the wrong socks. That movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for the randomizer where we hit the random button on scryfall.com and try to guess what the card does just from the image alone, Ooh. Megan. No. Enjoy this no, one. No, 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 <laughs> no. No. Happy no, 4.99. No, 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 no. Uh, I think you'd like this card. Do you really like this one? No. Well, it sounds like you like it. Okay. I'm going to try to describe to you what I'm seeing without really looking at it because. It's truly disturbing. There is something. There's a giant. A slug is. Slug is too kind. I don't want to be rude to slugs and call this a slug, but that's that's the only way to describe this shit, right? It's like long. Slug-like. It's enormous. It has four weird arms and no face, but an enormous mouth. What do you call that? An enormous mouth. It's like, it has like a mask on top of its mouth. It looks like there's a mask like from inside of it trying to get yes. out through its skin. Exactly. And it has like this gigantic, disgusting tongue like sticking out of Lots its of enormous. Drool. Yes. It's like grinning so big you can see all its gums. It has like this like weird trail of disgusting spiny fur along its back. <laughs> it's everything about it that could be bad is. <laughs> Like, that's the only, like, that's really, yep. if you were like, is there any redeeming element of the image you're being presented mm-hmm. with? Yeah. The answer is a firm no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the answer is absolutely not. This thing's horrifying. Uh, what do you think this card is called? <laughs> Disgusting slug. Well, I'm wrong. Um, okay, look. Wildwood slug. Wildwood slug. The name of this card is Witchma Nephilim. Okay, that makes sense. And what do you think it does? Um, I'm going to say that this is going to be um, 
three and a black for an O one. You hate um, this. Card. I hate it. It's I hate an this. O one. But um, if you sacrifice it, you get to create. Like when you, if you sacrifice it uh, to an effect, like when this card becomes sacrificed, create a five five spooky creature. Oh sure, yeah. So Slug. four and a black for an O one, and then you can when make it becomes it. sacrificed. Make a five five. All right. Well, this is gonna surprise this may shock you. I'm, I'm about ready to, to say. be shocked. Um, it is a one one. Oh, I was so, not that far off not on my that power far off. This is Witchmon Nephilim. It is green, white, blue, black. What? That's its casting cost. No. It is a rare uh from Guild Pact. We'll get into that more later. Creature Nephilim. Whenever you play a spell, I'm gonna read the sorry, I'm gonna read the um uh, Oracle text okay. instead. Whenever you cast a spell, you may put two plus one plus one counters on Witchmon Nephilim. Whenever Witchmon Nephilim attacks, it gains trample until end of turn if its power is 10 or greater. Weird, huh? I don't understand why. Like, what? What? You better be cast. I mean, you know, you're casting a lot of spells why? in the game, so it's going to grow. Yes, but, but still, green, white. Also, I do not understand this being a gold creature that is green, white, blue, black. Show me where white is in this creature's color it's pie. Teeth. <laughs> yeah, they are. They are big and spooky. Yeah, exactly. Where is there are big spooky There's no teeth. law and order to this thing. This is not nice. Uh, I don't like it. Yeah, isn't that bizarre? It's disgusting. Originally from Guild Pack. I cannot describe to you all how disgusting the art the is. The 37th Magic Expansion released in 2006 as the second set in the Ravnica block. So oh, yeah. that's what the colors up with the colors there. Um, uh, really, really weird. The very weird. Really not weird. Not about it. I'm not about it. You all it. need to go look at Witch Ma Nephilim if you're not watching the video because you will truly be terrified. It's disgusting. Nasty card. Just nasty. All right. Well, Maria, I've got your Scryfall random Ooh, ready. Are you... I hope it's very all gross. All right, take a look. It is not. It's not. Oh, it's so cute. Yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at a dwarf w with a hammer in a forge, yeah. uh, forging a weapon of some kind. I don't really know what kind of weapon it's making. Maybe a saw? <laughs> Maybe an axe? Maybe a sword? Yeah, I will say it's not clear. I don't know. It's early on in its development. Yeah. Um, yeah, That's it's pretty straightforward. There's a forge behind this uh, dwarf. He's got a beautiful long beard and mustaches. Really beautiful mustachio. Um, and some spears are in the background. So this looks yeah. like an earlier piece of magic art. Yes. Um, ooh, this is going to be, yeah, dwarf. It's called, the card is called Dwarven Hammer Maker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> what's it actually called? okay it's called pardic swordsmith all right so he's making a sword yeah fine um right so i was ooh, what is this card it is two in red um for a two one dwarf and at common and um if it's equipped it gets plus one plus one Ooh, well, you are bang on with the mana cost. It Ooh, is two nice. in a red. I feel like that's what I normally get yeah, right. You've you've been on a pretty hot streak with mana cost. <laughs> it's a weird thing to get right. Um, two in a red for a one-one creature dwarf. Yeah. Um, red discard a card at random. Pardic Swordsmith gets plus two plus zero oh until end of turn. Oh, it is obviously an older card, as that is quite bad. Weird. Um, it is from Odyssey. I mean. 
Can you? It doesn't say how how many cards you can just you, so you can That's pump true. it infinite. You time. could do it. I mean, I mean as many as cards, cards as you, you have, have in your hand. Yeah. Discard a card at random from your hand. I mean, that's pretty. That's a pretty high cost that I don't yes. want to pay. But this is two and a red for a one one that you have to discard <laughs> and pay to make I'm it. Trying to anything. make a case for it for some reason. I don't know why you know are. Why. It's a bad card, Maria. I don't know why. Don't pick this card. Some cards are bad cards, and uh, this card is a bad card. But you know, it can it can close out a game. <laughs> You're really trying hard. Um, uh, when yeah. is this card from? Odyssey. Odyssey. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. A finely crafted blade will never meet as many blows on the battlefield as it did on the anvil. <gasps> I like that flavor that text. That is a good flavor text. And so true. Yeah. This is, it's a, it is a really good piece of art. It's a good classic yeah. piece of magic classic art. Classic magic art um, for sure. Great flavor text. Wow. <laughs> cool. Um, I'm sorry that I tried to push this card on you, everybody. I don't know what got into me. <laughs> Maria wants you to say that it's a good card, but do you know you don't have to. Everybody, why do you play Magic the Gathering? Maria, let's start out with you. <gasps> wow, me? Yeah, why do you play Magic? Well, here, we'll give a slight little story. You know, we're at coming to 500 episodes here. Yeah. So why did wow. why do we start? You know, we we like playing games. Yes. Um so I've always loved playing games ever since I was a little kid. Played a lot of games with my dad. And um, I feel like we've said this a number of times on the show. If you like playing games, truly, you will like Magic the Gathering because it is the best game. It is a great game. Um, Just full stop. And I think, you know, we just started playing because it is such a fantastic game um, and fell in love with it immediately Mm -hmm. upon learning it. Obsession level, Um, especially draft early on. Um, I still think about us Taking magic decks <laughs> to events, yeah, and playing them parties. We were at That's like yes, uh, yeah. We took uh, them to, to parties, parties. <laughs> and would play magic at parties. <laughs> that is nerd with level non magic people. We're talking about just no parties this is normal, unaffiliated with normal magic parties, party. <laughs> and we're playing magic on the floor. Wow, nerd alert. So when you say obsession level, yep, that's what we're talking about there. That's what we're talking about. Um, and I continue to play it. Um, you know, it's got its little claws into me, like it does yeah. many of us, because, gosh, I just really like all the different ways that you can play it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love gaming and just being sit, being able to sit down whenever I want, do a draft on Arena, fire it up, have a great time. It's relaxing to play for me. Um, I, I love the competitive nature of it as well. We talk about that on this mm-hmm. show a lot. Um, so we went to a lot of Grand Prix back in the day and played a lot of Grand Prix because we just li- we just like competition. Um, but I'm not like uh, the level where I'm like, oh, I want to qualify to play on the pro tour or anything. Yeah. Right. So what would I describe that as? Uh, you're, I mean, at the end of the day, you're a casual player because you do not seek to be professionally competitive right i think is what magic would say about you but like i'm more than just like going to the kitchen table and playing with a stack of nasty old cards from underneath my bed you know what i mean wow roasting the people who do that (laughs) well no i'm not i'm just saying yeah uh like uh this is a multifaceted answer i guess yeah because i think i mean to be fair it's because magic is like such such a multifaceted game yeah there can be a hundred reasons why you play honestly yeah. uh gosh uh, this has become more difficult to answer than i ever thought 
And it's become such an incredibly huge part of our lives, obviously, ever since we started playing. And now we have so many friends in the game and Mm -hmm. we haven't been able to see them now for two years. Which really (laughs) sucks. Very hard. A lot of our coworkers we haven't seen in a couple of years. Mm -hmm. Um, And so like that is certainly part of why we keep playing is because we've made such great connections in the game. Um, It's like, oh. Yeah, so some amount of it is like community. Community. Yeah. But I guess the the top reason for me is just like, I just like playing games and it's a great game that you can pick up literally whenever yeah. and just play it and have a great time. Yeah. That's my base answer. What's your answer? Um, I would say mine is like the same. Yeah. Right. The question is like, hey, how do you spend what limited free time that you have? Right. Um, because we are people who are very busy. Very with busy. A billion things. Yeah. Everyone's busy with a billion things. Um, but at the end of the day, when I have an hour on like a late Saturday morning and yeah. I'm like, what do I want to do? A lot of times the answer is just play magic because it's fun. It's fun. It's stinking fun it's to fun play. Game. I like News the alert. challenge of it. Like it's a game that challenges yes. me. Um, it's not something that I can play and just be good at. Um, yeah. I have to I have to work at it. Um, I get to play against people who are certainly quite a bit better than me. Yeah. Um, and it is like interesting. It's an interesting learning experience where you always get to learn something new. It's always changing. Exactly. It's always changing. It is always a different experience. It's always, Every always time. changing, especially these days. <laughs> yeah, these days it changes in the blink of a stinking eye. You know what, um, too? Like, think about it. Like, a lot of people say, oh, I like to play, you know, games casually and I'll just pull up like something like, you know, Candy Crush or whatever on your phone, yeah. which is more of like a relaxing, like zone out experience. Mm-hmm. But magic is more um, active than that. Yes. You know? So it's that kind of activating that part of your brain that wants to to solve puzzles and stuff. Yeah. It's something that I can do both in time that I would qualify as my relaxation time, like my personal time, but yeah, it's not just something mindless. Right. Exactly. You're, you're actively relaxing. Yeah. Act-laxing. Act-laxing. Act-laxing, if you will. Mm, Okay. (laughs) Magic. Act-lax yourself. (laughs) Think about that slogan for Magic 30. You're welcome, everybody. <laughs> You're welcome, marketing departments. I play Magic to X Lax. How about you? Um, I mean, some people do saying? when they're on the toy toy, you know, playing what? some magic. <laughs> okay. Now that it's on your phone. Yeah, you, you know can. what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, we were saying why you play magic. Yes. It's warm in here. <laughs> so those are our answers multifaceted answers and we um yeah exactly right like at the end of the day it's it's about liking it yep yep it sure is um Um, we tweeted this question out to all of you and we got some great answers back yeah so you want to talk about some of the reasons why you all play magic um and i feel like i just want to touch on like one of the things that comes up a lot which is people just being like oh i just fell in love with the game yeah right i started playing it and i fell in love with it and like that is a lot of people's answer you start playing and you realize i like this uh that was right? like the first thing that i said weirdly yeah <laughs> it was like we just started playing it was like Bing! yeah instant hooks exactly we were just um, automatically like yeah why why would why I stop would I playing not? this? Exactly. Um, which obviously there are pe- reasons why people do. Yeah. A lot of them are just boils down to life gets busier. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, right. Like you start playing and you're like, this is great. 
One of our um, coworkers uh, tweeted at us, Ailey, Ailey's V, I fell in love with it four years ago and met some of my favorite people because of it. It changed my life. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I, that's another one, like favorite people, right? Like, yeah. So when we're talking about reasons why people play the game, um, one of them is like, it is to have something to do with my friends or my partner. Yeah, for sure. Is like a big part of it. Yes. Right. Like, oh, hey friend groups have different activities that they can all do when they hang out together and it's so great to have a game that you all have in common oh yeah to just be like these people are my friends and we all love talking about this thing um i was hanging out with some friends uh last weekend one person who is in from out of town who i know from magic and then a mutual friend that we have who is not magic affiliated and we kept having to to stop ourselves from talking about oh. only magic. I thought you were going to say trying to get the, pull them in, you know? Oh, yeah. That too. Well, I mean, if they were going to play, they already would. They know a lot of players. <laughs> okay, okay, but, okay. Right? Like, we had to stop ourselves from talking oh, about yeah, it all the time. absolutely. Because it's like, oh, there's just so much to talk about. <laughs> yes. You meet great people or you already have the game in common and there's you just talk about it with people all the time. Yeah, 100,000%. Great fun time friend activity. Yes. Situation. From casual to competitive to like if you're doing a team draft, if you're just hanging out playing those nasty cards from under the bed, as I call them, it's gonna uh, get me canceled. Yeah. Um, <laughs> wow. All of this. Maria this says hashtag nasty cards. <laughs> hashtag under the bed. What secrets is she keeping? Hashtag under the bed <laughs> is now trending. <laughs> You know, I was just trying to write the clickbait tweet about it. Yeah. When you get canceled, it'll because be because I canceled you with that tweet. With that tweet. Ooh. With that specific hard hitting tweet. Um. So yeah, I just want to say, like, if you love playing magic with your friends, then I would say now that the world is opening back up a little bit and there are more events, you should probably you should try going to a magic event if that yeah. is something that you feel comfortable with. Because if you, what you already enjoy is having it in common with people that you already know. Um, like, uh, Ailey said, there's so many other great people for you to meet out there who are also going to be your friends. Yes. Somebody tweeted the pandemic made it painfully aware that I play primarily to meet new people, make new friends and hang out with existing friends. I've barely, I've barely played for the past two and a half years since arena online. Don't scratch those itches for me. So yeah, yeah, like going out and playing in, in in-person events again is huge for the people for whom magic is a social you know, gathering mm-hmm. point for them. So go out there and give it a try. That's our encouragement to you if you're feeling up to it. I love this answer. It's a nice contained way to express myself. Yeah. So that's another reason that we have on this list of why do you play? And there's so many different avenues for self-expression and finding identity in the game. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons magic has lasted for 30 years Yeah, and remained so incredibly popular and only grown in popularity. Yes. Um, right. Like there's, it's one of the games that you can have the strongest identity with a slice of it. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm, is it? Oh, I'm Boros. Oh, I'm Prismari. Uh, I'm Silver Quill. I like I love Nicol Bolas because I love e- evil dragons. You know, what's so funny. I'm just sitting here thinking about it. And it's like the deck you choose to play in a tournament says so much about you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, gosh, there's not a lot of games like that. You know, if I'm sitting down to play Scrabble, I'm not just playing the words. 
Well, it's like if you sat down to play Scrabble and you only play words that you like. Yes. I will only play a Scrabble word if it if it's a word that I personally enjoy. So, like, you have the op- opportunity to get 300 points off of playing Moist and you absolutely will not. You're like, no, I won't. It must be a word I love. Because I was thinking, like, would I ever go to a tournament and play a control deck like a blue base control deck? Yeah. The answer is I absolutely would not. Isn't that so funny? Yes. Like even if it was the best deck and I knew yeah. that playing it was the smartest decision, I'm like, no, I just won't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and there are people for, for whom it's that identity. is the case. They're like, oh, like right. That there can also be an identity where you are just going to say, I will play the best deck. Yeah. That's like, another that's, yeah. right. Because magic identities span like space and seven, time. space and time they span so many different continuums of like oh there's the one of casual to competitive yeah like you can identify somewhere on there yeah you can identify with a commander exactly you can build a commander deck you can identify with a planeswalker yeah um you can identify with a guild you can identify with one of the schools um, in Strixhaven. Right, exactly. Um, you can just identify with like a plane that you really love, like the flavor of a plane. And I like that when, when we were talking about the history of um, playtesting and magic a couple of episodes ago, if you didn't check it out, highly recommend it. It was super interesting. Um, we, they knew that from the jump when they yeah. were designing magic that you could express yourself through deck creation. Yeah. And I think that was just like, they, they just knew and it was so brilliant to be able to do mm-hmm. that in the game because you feel such a, a better uh, a sense of ownership over what you're doing in the game as opposed to some of the materials that are given to you. Yeah. And you're like, here, okay, I'll play with these. Yeah, exactly. It's it's really cool. Oh, aggro to control. I didn't even name that yeah, one. Yeah, aggro to control. But like that's or like combo, which is its own like little arm off of yeah. <laughs> aggro little, control. Aggro control continuum. Weird arm, weird arm of combo <laughs> over here. Right. Um. Yeah, so like it's so cool. And if you are kind of struggling so far with that element of magic, like again, maybe it's just that you haven't found the continuum that you are like, oh, this one expresses who I am. Yeah. Like right now, you're like, oh, I'm just a casual player, but I don't like that's not part of my like play identity. It's just who I happen to play with. And it's like, oh, maybe you want to go look at all the different planeswalkers. And be like, hey, one of these planeswalkers really expresses who I am. Um, or maybe you just haven't found like aggro or control, which one you really love yet. Your play identity. Yes. The play identity. I just really need to make a lot of these portmanteaus all throughout the episode. I'm going to continue <laughs> doing it even if it's terrible. I don't know if it can get worse yeah. than X laxing, no. but we'll, we'll see. Play identity is um, when your when your dentist is messing around with you. <laughs> hey, stop! Play and they're dentity. like, you're fine, <laughs> and then they're like, never mind. Actually, you have six cavities. We have to fill them. Oh, play identity. I felt that when you said that in my mouth. Uh, I also like this answer. Uh, from Matt, I seem to treat it like a martial art where it's an exercise to keep my mind fit in a way that feels like actual fighting. Isn't that so? I mean, I love that. And I feel like this is something that we talked about way back in the day um, in terms of magic giving you an outlet to be competitive. Oh, absolutely. Where it's so nice to be able to have an 
an element in your life where you're like, I can care about winning here. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of aspects of life where you should not care about winning because it's going to make things really problematic and you kind of toxic. Like driving for instance. <laughs> Don't try to win at driving. Don't try That's to road like, rage. Exactly. Like if you're like in your relationship and you're trying to be the winner of your relationship, that's just going to be bad. <laughs> How do you win at it? Exactly. Maria. Don't you know. don't want to spend time thinking about it because that's just a really harmful way. To ah, at least I won today. Interpersonal dynamics. Exactly. But it's a place, right, where you can channel that kind of feeling, um, which is like tons of people have it, right? Tons of people have a competitive drive. You were a competitive fencer. Yes, I was a competitive fencer for a long time. And magic was really like, I think helped me in a lot of ways, kind of channel a lot of the energy that I had once put into fencing. Yeah. Um, that doesn't just like evaporate once you stop having an exactly. outlet for it. Exactly. It's just kind of all pent up being like, what do I do with this feeling? And keeping your mind fit too is, you know, like keeping yeah. yourself sharp. Absolutely. Playing magic, I think would be a fantastic way to do that. I've, I'm, feel like I'm not alone when it's like during quarantine and all that I felt like my brain kind of went to mush town <laughs> which I imagine is just like an animated yeah. town where everything's made of mashed potatoes yes and like boiled turnips <laughs> and magic is a way to keep you you know your brain tack sharp uh in a fun way that's not just like doing the New York Times crossword every Saturday yeah um one of the replies, Laura in part said, it's a fun and challenging game, yes. which I think challenging is like challenging. a great, a great part of it. Like you said, it keeps, it helps keep you sharp, but also it's just, you have fun doing it, right? It's not like, and I'm sorry for people out there who like this. It's not like Sudoku, <laughs> which makes me want to gouge my eyes out with knitting needles. Yeah. A la Oedipus. It's a, it's a, it's a puzzle, but it's, I don't know. It's an interesting puzzle. It's a fun puzzle to play. Well, yeah, I suppose. If it- Wait, I'm talking about magic. Oh, okay. I was like, hmm. no, Sudoku is not fun. <laughs> I'm really sorry if you like it. But have you tried any other hobby in the history of the world? Any other hobby? Man, back in the 1920s, like crosswords, that's what they had. It was like, a, it was a fad. It was a, you know, like the hula hoop or the pet rock crosswords. Man, Can you imagine simpler times? Living in an era where having a pet rock was something to do. <laughs> I'm just like. Because you're so short on things to have do. Have you ever thought about living in the past and not having like all the stuff we have today, like games, games wise? Um, mostly I think about how I wouldn't want to have surgery without <laughs> anesthesia. <laughs> but also what you're well, talking about. I mean, sure. Yeah. Fair point. Uh, <laughs> just they just had what we call a stick. <laughs> Put it in your mouth. And some whiskey. <laughs> um, but I'm like, man, what would I do back then? You know, yeah. I'm like, you couldn't even play gin rummy. <laughs> that didn't even exist. Yeah. I suppose probably cribbage did. Um, oh, man. There's a um, what is there's an improv game that everyone was playing for a while as a warm up. And it turned out that it's literally been a word game that people played. Oh, for, that's cute. For, since like the Victorian era, at least. Yeah, from parlor games or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know? It was like a parlor word game. Yeah. Although I will say, before magic, you really had off, 20 questions. Really off on a tangent here. Um, if you've ever read Jane Eyre. <laughs> 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 
if you've ever read Jane Eyre, there's like this scene where they're all at like Mr. Rochester's house and like there's like the big party there that he brings and they they do charades, but oh. their version of charades is where there's Great. like a curtain and every, they close the curtain and they have like elaborate costumes and they're presenting. Jeez. It's like an eight person tableau. Oh, wow. With, like, costumes and everything. Man, people were bored. And that version of charades sounds pretty sick, man. <laughs> sounds pretty dang cool, if you ask me. But that aside, I would charades. not want to live in a world where a man can lock his wife in the attic <laughs> because he thinks that she's crazy. So there you go. Uh, so true. And Anyways. like happy to be alive while magic exists and magic doesn't not, yes. not exist. Wait, how did I say that? Probably wrong. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think about that a lot. I'm just like, yeah. what would I have done? Absolutely. Maybe I would have written a novel. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> maybe it's better. Maybe it's worse that magic exists during my lifetime. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, this person really went for it with their reply. Mm-hmm. Seeing any feeling of joy and hope leave my opponent's body as the frustration and despair grows on their face as they realize my only goal as I draw a new card is to prevent them from having any fun at the table. This is why I don't play online. Do you know what? <laughs> Power to you, my friend. Whoa. Sometimes the way that you enjoy magic is by making sure that other people don't. don't. Yeah. And there is power in that. <laughs> I mean, at least they've identified what makes them tick. You know what yeah, I mean? <laughs> absolutely. Um, one that we haven't ta- touched on yet yeah. um, is someone who says, I used to for the art and a fun time kitchen table experience. Now I just buy art books. Yeah. Where is my Eldraine art book? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, which art is a great reason. Um, there's a whole community of people. There's people who love buying original magic art. Oh yeah. Um, if Congratulations. If you're wealthy and can do that, it does seem very cool, but people who just generally love the art, right? They love the artist's work. They follow the other projects that the artists do. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. I would lump that in too, with people who really love the story, which is, uh, we call them Vorthos players. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and art and story are, you know, so well cared for nowadays in magic that I think it's just such a wonderful uh, part that, you know, thing that makes the game even deeper than other games, which just like I'm like other games straight up don't have that. The one I'm thinking right now is Warhammer has an incredibly deep lore, which yeah. we're getting commander decks of that this fall. Yeah. Um, but that's another game that has gone super deep on lore and stuff. But most games just like don't. Yeah. It's just like a paragraph, you know. There is a tweet that I saw the other day that was just like, 40,000 is a lot of Warhammers. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I just want to say, like, it is. It's true. It's, it's a, a lot, lot of Warhammers. Warhammers. It's a lot. <laughs> um, here's another one. Someone says, I'm commander only now, but there's so much I like designing, refining, and perfecting a deck. Yes. Which uh, I think kind of falls into a little bit of like the self-expression part. Yeah. But is like somewhere along the lines, it's like this continuum of self-expression meets like competitiveness. Oh, yeah. Um, Because it's the drive to be like, what can I make and can I make it good? Right. The question isn't just can I make an enchantress deck where I where I play a bunch of enchantments and generate all this value. But can I make it good enough so that I can win like my commander pot or something like that? Yes. It's like the also. The, the you know the quest for finding something that nobody has found yet yes people love it right like what what a dream that people 
uh, can pursue yeah. to be the person who breaks it. Yes, exactly. Right? Who finds a deck and is like, no one has found this yet. Even if it's the, the microcosm of playing commander with your friends, right? Or your nasty cards from under the bed, <laughs> hashtag canceled. <laughs> That's still doing it in your little environment, wherever you are. Or if you're doing trying to do it on a larger scale, like at your LGS and be like, ooh, nobody's going to bring this yeah. to this RCQ and I'm going to one up everybody or yeah. the pro tour. You know what I mean? And I think like back in the day, that was even a bigger driver for people in magic because there was just not the online yeah. presence and, you know, sharing of deck lists that we have nowadays, which I guess is sad in a way. But um, also but good in a way because yeah. more people have access to it. So whatever, it's two sides of a coin. Yeah. But um, I think that that's just such a huge thrill when you find something nobody else has found. Yeah. You know, and so it's just so cool. What, like, like I said, what if you like to be able to pursue? Yes, absolutely. Like you said, whether it's just in your like play group, you're like, oh, you all thought I couldn't do it, but here it is. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But I did it. Oh, this person says there are bird wizards. I mean, fair enough. Yeah. Do you know what? Fair enough. Bird There's wizards some are great cool. creature types Bizar in magic. Wizards. <laughs> Felt like I just said a bad word. Hashtag cancel. <laughs> Hashtag under Hashtag the bed. Under the bed. Gotta go grab my wizards from under the bed. Ugh. <laughs> I better leave. There's, there's something wrong about that <laughs> sentence. Um, Mara says, Gavin Verhey imprisoned my parents in a magic card and sealed them into a booster pack. Now I must play Magic the Gathering and earn enough tickets at magic events to buy booster packs until I free my parents. Wow, Mara. I really hope that you free your parents. Me too. Um, you know... And Gavin needs to be stopped. He does. That's He's a monster. He's a monster. He's on a rampage. And it's like we've had enough of, you know. Of your tyranny. We've had enough of people's parents. Of your parents' parent tyranny. Yes. Of people's parents being imprisoned in booster packs. <laughs> Stop doing it, Gavin. Why are you doing this? Why? Why? We just want to know Why? Do you play magic? But also, why are you imprisoning people's parents? Uh, uh, yeah, um, that's a unique reason. But, you know, perhaps some of the people Yeah, exactly. Maybe maybe you share it. Maybe that's maybe your parents have been stolen by Gavin as well. Exactly. Um, some people, like, this has come up from a couple of people. A couple of people have just been saying, like, there's one person who's like, I've played since 1994. Wow. Yeah. Um, and other people just saying, yeah, like, yeah, there's, n there's nostalgia for to it. Yes. Um, which I think at this point we've been playing 10 years. 10 years. Which I cannot believe. Ring I swear sometimes bing, bing, it bing, still bing, feels bing. like we're little baby players. Yeah, for sure. Um, I still see myself as like a little, little noob. I know. Out there wandering through the forest of magic. <laughs> Um, but like we have nostalgia, we yes. have a lot of nostalgia for, uh, cons of Tarkir. Yeah. For, uh, <laughs> we talk about constantly return to Ravnica, return to Ravnica, first set. Theros, the uh, original Theros set. If I ever I see return to Ravnica on, you know, on a magic online event or whatever, I just really want to play it because yeah. it's just like <gasps> my first set, wonderful, happy feelings. Yes. Right. I still think about the feeling of casting a Nimbus Nyad. Oh, of bestowing Nyan, it onto yeah, another creature. Absolutely. Great feeling. Really good feeling. <laughs> um, yeah. So for some people, right, it's just like, it is just comforting to play. Yeah. Like there's something, as much as it is new, 
there is still so much that is familiar about it. Um, no matter how long you've been playing, there's been some core rule changes like mana burn and weird stuff like yeah. that. But in a lot of ways, putting your right, lands in bed. Yeah, exactly. In a lot of ways, there's something that is still so constant, right? You play these lands in back. Um, in back. Do you remember when they added the rule that your lands have to yes, be in back? They're like they have to be in back. <laughs> You must stop putting them in front, you absolute monsters. Did you ever play against a lands in front person like at a Grand Prix? No, I would have I'm so mad. I certainly did a few times. Ugh. And I'm like, come on. You know what you're doing is wrong at that point. You know <laughs> what you're doing is wrong. I'm just saying. I just, you're doing it. You know what you're doing is wrong. It's just... Ugh. Um, Don't like it. Yeah, but right, so many things have stayed the same. Life total at 20. Creatures attack. Yeah. <laughs> um, creatures attack. Creatures attack. Card draw is the best. Well, that's up for debate, but you know what I mean. Like I said, Maria, card draw is the best. I like this answer. I can use my dark side at the table. Ooh. Yeah, you can channel some elements of your personality that you otherwise keep shuttered. Yeah, we've talked about this on the show that yeah. I... People, you know, I wouldn't describe my personality as very aggressive and like attacking and like trying to get people dead as fast as possible or whatever. But when I play games, that's certainly how I play. I've played games with Maria where she disappeared. (laughs) She was physically at the table, but there was someone else there. I just love to play games as a horrible dictator, you know? (laughs) I don't know what part of my personality where that's residing normally, but when I play a game, it's like... Hashtag canceled. Hashtag under the bed. Hashtag, what did I say? Terrible dictator. (laughs) Nasty cards. I'm going to be a terrible dictator playing some nasty cards. My bizzard deck. Get my nasty bizzard deck from under the bed. (laughs) Hashtag. Get it together. But yeah, that's it's so fun to be able to display another part of your personality that yeah. remains locked and hidden in a blizzard box under the bed <laughs> when you're playing magic, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, another one that came up was, do you know what? It's actually, it's a pretty fast game to play. Yes. Right? It's not like you're sit, like you can sit down you're not if playing you're, twilight if, struggle yes if you're playing arena you can literally play like a 20 minute game if that's all you have yeah and you're just looking for a fun way to spend a little time like maybe you've got 20 minutes between meetings or whatever right exactly you've got that time or even if you're hanging out with friends for an evening like you said yeah it's not you don't have to be like is this gonna take us three hours yeah <laughs> This is going to take us 120 individual years. Individual years. Yep. Uh, to play this game. Like, no, even no. if you're playing in a four person commander pod, it's not, it's going to take a couple of hours at the outside limit. Right, exactly. Um, games must end, as Rob says. Yes, exactly. Games must end. <laughs> um, and that's originally how Magic was concepted, too, as a game to play in between other games when you're that's at a convention. Right, when you're at a convention. So I think, boom, they did it. Um, and the great thing is now magic games can be, you know, so customizable down to how long it takes you to play. You can play best of one on arena, bing, bang, boom, you yeah. can get in and get out, or you can play a long drawn out commander game or whatever, you know? So there's that, there's another one of your bars to measure deck customization on yeah. time to play. Time. How much time do you want to spend playing? Because I don't like a game that goes too incredibly long. Agreed. You know, I just lose interest in it. I'm like, ah, I want to 
have a new experience with it yeah. magic. So some people love long drawn out grindy games. Yeah. And some people are like, Ugh, no, I'm bored. I want something else new. That's me. Yeah. Right. And so there's another metric you can give yourself. Absolutely. We've made such an incredible Kinsey scale of different ways. I know. <laughs> to so measure many ways what kind of measure. Like, right. You if play. You, I feel like if you were to describe like the, the many possible, like the unlimited possibilities of how you want to play magic. It's essentially a giant circle. That's a bunch of intersecting lines. Yeah. And you're just trying to figure out like exactly where you land on any of the lines. (laughs) So true. Um, yeah. Which is just so very, very neat. Um, so yeah, we've, we've touched on a heck of a lot of ways to play also. Yeah. For sure. If you want to tell us why you play magic, uh, you can tweet at us at GLHF Magic, or you can find our thread where we tweeted out the question and reply to that. So you can have a nice, beautiful collection of answers as to why people play magic, Mm -hmm. which is just, you know, honestly, is pretty infinite. Yeah. And to recap a little bit, like we said, like some... If you if you are looking for, hey, what is a new way that I should try playing this game if this is what I like? Um, if it's that you enjoy playing it with your friends or partner, try going out and meeting new people to play it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it'll be a really great time. Um, if you already love being part of a great community, like just two thumbs up to you, man. Two thumbs. Congratulations. Up. Um, maybe try another, like, you can always try joining, like, the Gladiator Discord if you want to meet a new set of people playing oh. a cool new format. Did you play Gladiator on Arena, by the I way? I did not. I did. How played my, my Pants Auras deck. Yeah. It was so fun. Such a fun event. See, there's always new communities out there. I do wish they had given those, they had deck lists, uh-huh. and I wish those had been available for you to try out. Oh, yeah. And play, actually. They weren't. So that's my critique. <laughs> but... Uh, it was so fun. New yeah. format, really fun cash, 100 card singleton, let's go. Yeah. If you love being competitive, I mean, you probably already know if you're like, I need to get my competitive edge yeah. on. But um, there's the arena qualifiers. If you can grind the ladder every month or you can just play the best of one or best of three play-in events. You can head over to Magic yes. Online if you're really hardcore. Exactly. Um, you And now there's all of the regional championship qualifiers. Yes, local Find game stores. your local game store and see what events they've got happening absolutely um self-expression and identity like amazing just keep you know what just go to scryfall and hit the randomizer button like we do over here (laughs) maybe you will find a mustachioed dwarf or an absolute nightmare of a creature that you feel really expresses you well i love when i find a deck that i love so much i love to bling it out right like my boggles deck i'm like i love this boggles deck it's silly it's nonsensical um Mm -hmm. it does something really fun and cool um, in my opinion, um, that I'm like, this deck is a wonderful expression of myself and I'm going to bling it out. And so I ch- got, got a lot of foils, foreign language cards, artist altars or whatever, cool sleeves on it. That's just a way to like further develop, you know, you know, my self-expression through the deck. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to cap it off with one that we got from longtime listener, Punt and Scoop. <laughs> the answer to why do you play magic? Wait, we have a choice. Yep. No, <laughs> not at this point. No, anymore. you do not. <laughs> We're past that. Beyond it. Hey, everybody. We are here with the newest accessory from Ultra Pro. We are unboxing yes, this. Yes, which is they have a new spell table camera stand. Uh, so spell table is the one of the ways that became huge during the pandemic to play magic, um, which is you can play multiplayer games with players 
anywhere in the world. Anywhere. Um, using spell table. And this little top-down camera stand helps you use your phone to take or your camera to take your little video yeah. of your board state that you're sending over to spell table. This is a great idea. Um, yes. by the way. So like I I'm adjusting here, so it's got a clip bottom that you can yes. adjust to your table size. So clip it on your table, yep. right? I'm gonna try and get it big enough to go on this table. This is a fat table. <laughs> your table size may vary. Oh, still yep. gotta make big, it bigger. Fat, big fat table. Um hashtag canceled. Hashtag canceled. Um yeah, so you can just set it to the right size of your table. Boom! There, there we go. That thing is not going anywhere. And oh, then you, you have this clip here. This neck is really strong, by the way. Yeah, so dang. a lot of these that you buy online are super, super flimsy, which is not good because you're... No, you need to, like, it needs to have some heft to it. It has to have heft to it. This or is, like, really impressive. It's super, it's super uh, good. I want to shout out the fact that this camera tape, this, yeah, this camera stand is, like... Actually, very excellent. Like, I'm not kidding you. Look, we do a lot of video work here. I had good yes. luck. High five. In case you didn't know. Obviously. But this stuff that you just buy randomly on the internet, not good because Ooh. your phone will be too heavy and it will move around and fall or it will shift during the game or whatever. This is not going anywhere. No, it is spooky. And here's the clip to clip yes. your phone. Yes. There you go. Here we go. Now we're setting it. Ah! Set it and forget it. Cute. There you go. And I'm wildly incompetent, and that still only took us two minutes. Boom. Amazing. Spell table camera system from Ultra Pro. Like so smart. Just if you're playing spell table at all, get one of these stinkers because yeah. this is so much nicer than what I did, which was um, try to tape my camera to a hat. Yeah. <laughs> if you think I'm joking. I'm not. You can check it out uh, on Ultra Pro's website there to buy it. If you're there, use our code GLHF to get yourself 5% off whatever you want. Yes. Save yourself Play some mats, money. Sleeves, deck boxes, all of that. Use the code GLHF. I love this thing. It's so smart. It lo look at this. Jeez. A plus. A plus. Well, everybody, that's episode 499 of Good Luck High Five. Ah! You know what that means. Next week is 500. Next week is 500. And Maria is an hashtag canceled by Yeah, them. well, we'll see. <laughs> Anything can happen these days. Um, yeah, come join us for our 500th episode. You're not going to want to miss it. No. We have some pretty sweet stuff Ooh, to give away. We have away. some sick giveaways. Oh, Real my goodness. sick giveaways. So excited. So make yeah. sure you listen on Tuesday, every booty. Um, it's going to be, a, it's going to be a party up in here <laughs> and you don't want to miss it. We're still popping the yeah, ultra, bubble wrap. ultra pro bubble wrap. Yes. Thank you to ultra pro for sending us bubble wrap. Bubble wrap. Uh, you <laughs> thank you to everyone who is a patron over yeah. at patreon.com slash GLHF magic. Another shout out to Aura Lily for upping their pledge. Yes. Um, another shout out to just all of you who are already patrons. Again, consider becoming one or upping your pledge before our 500th episode next week. Yes. We'd love to give you a shout out on episode 500. Uh, so come become a member before then and join the family. All right. Um, <laughs> there may or may not be some music next week. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs>